Well, hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to another episode of uh, Is This Job Right For You?, where you as the listener can go behind the scenes and listen to an invited guest, often an executive, a hiring manager of a rapidly growing company. Uh, he or she will share insights about uh, his or her career, uh, some advice for you uh, in your career, and then also some exciting opportunities that's going on in their, uh, their organization. So uh, many of you have heard me repeatedly say the job posting has really gone the way of the dinosaur. So I'm hoping that with this kind of podcast, you can get some insights that you would not normally get, uh, whether you're a job seeker or even a hiring manager. So, so anyway, today I've got a very special guest. He is the newly appointed CEO of LTSA, Al Karim Kara. And with his newly appointed role, it is an understatement to say he's got a busy schedule. And we're going to ask him lots of questions about his career journey, about his new role, while L why LTSA is a great place to work, and what has him excited about the future. Uh, welcome, Al Karim. Thanks, Raymond. So, Algrim, you and I have known each other, I think, going back 15-plus years. Um, I think I first met you when I was doing my executive CMA, now the CPA program, where you were our industry uh, facilitator. And at that time, you were still, I think, the CFO at Xantrax, right? Yes. And then I was quite honored, and after I graduated, that you called me to say, hey, help me recruit uh, for LTSA because we're going through a large, a major digital transformation in initiative. And so today, here we are, you're the, now the CEO of Land Title Survey Authority and also the wholly owned subsidiary, which we will talk about, Landshore Systems. Um, where, where should we start? There's so much to talk about. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, not tell everybody it was more than 15 years ago. <laughs> okay, we'll just lock it down to 15 from now on. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe let's talk about your career journey. And I'm sure the audience can look up your LinkedIn profile and see how you've progressed to your uh, current role as an executive. And, um, but tell us about your, your first job after graduation. What was it? God, that goes back in time. Yeah, I uh, started my first job in Canada uh, working on designing power systems and electronic systems uh, and circuit boards and things like that. So a long ways from where I am today. Mm, okay. So do you think there was a, was that first job a positive or less than positive experience? Did that in a way help shape your next role and subsequent roles? Oh, absolutely. Very much so. You know, I really, really enjoyed what I was doing then. Um, just had uh, a lot of fun, extremely passionate uh, about uh, what we were designing and uh, what I was building. Um, and it was that passion to be able to say, you know, what I'm building really must be usable, um, must be delivered on time. Uh, and we always have challenges in terms of costs or what have you. So there's a whole lot of learning that was going on in those early days. So you were trained as an engineer, broadly, you know, when I say engineer, broadly well, broadly. Speaking. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <not> okay. Really. <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually you steered away from engineering, uh, whether by choice or design, we can talk about that. Um, do, do you miss it, like being an engineer? Well, I call it being a nerd, maybe, Yeah. Okay. because <laughs> uh, the engineers would take fault with that. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I do have a nerd side and uh, do enjoy the odd time to look at some of the, uh, the technical things, but less and less so these days, I must say. Mm. Um, and clearly, you, it doesn't take long before you lose the uh, edge, especially at the pace that technology moves. Yeah, and the, the pace for sure. 
So was there like a pivotal moment in your career or maybe even who, not just what, that made you say, okay, I'm going to be, I want to head more towards the business side and then position myself to get into management? Uh, there was uh, in both, uh, both of those in terms of uh, the what and the who. Um, mm. And there was uh, uh, an opportunity that we were working on that required somebody to be able to understand uh, the technical aspect of the opportunity or solution, but also needed uh, a business leadership. Yeah, and it was, you're in a startup environment where you don't have a lot of people, so you kind of jump in uh, and do everything that needs doing. Uh, mm. And and then having, being fortunate in having a manager who was supportive. So that manager became a mentor, fair to say, or... Yeah, I have been yeah. uh, lucky, blessed, fortunate uh, in having had a few mentors. Mm -hmm. And uh, that has been, uh, you know, the support structure that uh, you get out of that is very helpful in helping uh, a young person decide where they want to be in their career. And again, today, people have so many choices. And it's, uh, you know, you don't have to pick and decide on one career and say, this is what I'm going to do forever. Mm -hmm. So yeah. people are very fortunate, but it is challenging. And so having those mentors who can help you along the way uh, and help challenge you, in fact, and push you um, is being quite uh, helpful. Do you want to give a shout out to any ones or ones of uh, mentors who have been really Oh, there's impactful? so many people. <laughs> and I, if I start naming them, then I'll miss some. And then, uh, but again, I think the piece that I would like to share with the mm -hmm. listeners is that it is incredible how helpful people are. You only have to ask. Uh, and many times we're just too shy to ask. So, you know, if you're looking for guidance, um, if you're looking for advice, people, you know, always want to give you advice. Uh, so uh, you just ask. Yeah. It is a, a very sound, good, good advice for sure. I, I talked to a lot of newcomers to Vancouver, to Canada, and perhaps our culture, perhaps here in Vancouver, is more, more open to more more helpful, I find. So I think, yeah, if you ask and you ask respectfully, you will, I will say, you know, one, one out of 10 times you will get successful, maybe even higher. <laughs> so um, let's have some fun too, Alcrim. Um, during COVID, uh, have you discovered any hidden talents? Uh, yeah. So, you know, uh, unfortunately I found I lack other talents. So I tried my hand <laughs> at gardening, uh, yeah. but it turns out I can't tell the difference between weeds and good plants. Uh, so then I tried cooking and my family responded saying, you know, you're really a busy person. So why don't you just do the dishes and not worry about cooking? So, <laughs> so I guess the one hidden talent is I'm good at doing dishes. Yeah. Right. And, and a good, and a good listener, yeah. I yeah. guess. <laughs> good but, but seriously, you know, I, I love conceptualizing new things and seeing them get built. And whether those are tangible things as we did at Santrex or, now intangible extreme, but extremely important digital products and services at Landshore uh, in support of uh, the land title and service systems for British Columbia. Hmm. Actually, that's a good segue. Let's talk about the LTSA and Landshore. Uh, so during my introduction, I announced you as the new CEO. And when I say new, I think it's literally a week, two weeks old, Alcarim. Well, the announcement is just a week old. In fact, I don't take over until December the 7th. So not mm. uh, time's coming very fast. Yeah. Okay. 
So for many, like I, I, I confess, I didn't know what LTSA did when I first met you. So I'm sure there's others in the audience who have, may feel the same. Um, so tell us more. Uh, what does LTSA do and how is it related to landshore systems? You know, it's interesting. In fact, when I started with the LTSA going back over oh, 11 years, uh, I did not know uh, what the LTSA did either. And it's one of those organizations that uh, uh, flies below the radar. So the LTSA delivers secure land titles through efficient, timely registration of land title interests and survey records. These services are an essential underpinning to BC's private property market and the justice system. And if you think about it, uh, this is what, you know, having an efficient and effective land title system is what drives a lot of the um, economy. Um, because if you have a, a title that can be trusted, you can take to the bank um, and get a mortgage on it or get a loan so you can start a business. These systems also support civic governance and taxation. And I don't know, this is not known, but the LTSA operates one of the most efficient and automated land title systems in the world. Seriously, in the world. And we should all be proud of what British Columbia has achieved. And, you know, you never, you never want to get me started on this because I don't stop. Uh, but let me just maybe focus a bit on Landshore. So Landshore op mm. operates, delivers, sorry, develops and operates all of uh, LTSA's mission critical technology. So Landshare is a global industry leader in applying what we call intelligent solutions to improve business outcomes. Um, Landshare operates various systems such as LTSS e-commerce system. Uh, another example is the Autoprop uh, system that is used by all realtors in British Columbia. In fact, we're just in the process of building uh, the Landowner Transparency Registry, a new system that'll be first of its kind in Canada to track hidden ownership of real estate. And British Columbia is being recognized for taking steps to provide that additional transparency. That's great. I think I can safely say almost anyone in BC or maybe perhaps around the world, whether they know it or not, has one way or another been served by what LTSA and Landshore does. So that's, that's great. Um, another fun fact is I remember making a visit to the New West office where there are archives of, I think, some of the oldest land title documents I've ever seen. There was a gentleman there carefully removing some scotch tape. I think that was put, put as layer over the years. So um, so I, I see Landshare and LTS sort of like a tam, time capsule, right, of the province history. Um, any other fun facts that you have discovered that, that you know, in your role at, within the organization? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, if your listeners are interested, I suggest uh, follow us on LinkedIn. Mm. We have an active program that highlights some of the historical documents, and they are just fascinating. Uh, the LTSA mm. has a state-of-the-art storage and conservation labs to conserve these historic documents. And if you go to the website, you'll be able to see samples of historical documents going back to 1870. Uh, it just, yeah, we, we take a lot of pride in conserving these documents and are in the process, in fact, of digitizing all of these so that they would be accessible to all British Columbians, regardless of where they are, uh, rather than having mm -hmm. to go to New West or Victoria um, or Kamloops, you can actually, we'll have them all available online at some point. Um, yeah, you know, but great. back to your question, maybe uh, you, I think you were starting to ask around 
uh, Landshore, you know, so when you think about Landshore, like how often does one get to work on the latest technology and apply that to serve uh, the people of British Columbia? You know, where yeah. else can one go uh, and be able to point to saying, hey, we are making a difference. I mean, look at the condos around us, identifying ownership, identifying assignment changes, providing transparency to that ownership, which in turn drives the economy. That was, that's what it's all about. You know, we take pride in that. Our people take a lot of pride in the work they do in uh, the solutions they build. Um, and it's just so exciting to be able to make that difference. Yeah, actually, I want to talk about that, what the culture is like, what are some of the exciting opportunities for careers there. Um, I think Landshore LTSA is one of the best kept secrets, right? As a great place to work. The awards you guys have won as a best employer uh, speaks to that. And so I, I know you would agree when we say, hey, this is the best kept secret. But can, can you talk about some of the examples, the audience? Um, what's the culture like? You touched on it. They're working on impactful uh, things. Sorry, that's a rough yeah, No, but, but it's but... interesting. And yes, it's uh, impactful things is a good way to put it. If you think about it, <laughs> you know, we built one of the first automated registry systems in the world. Right? Mm. We have one of the largest by geographical area parcel fabric implementations in the world. And it's available online, serves the people of British Columbia. In fact, anybody can go to the website, uh, you know, ltsa.ca. Uh, and click on Parcel Map BC and get a view of all the parcels uh, in all of British Columbia, um, all surveyed uh, private or crown parcels. And it's amazing that you get this um, really accessible technology and systems uh, and available openly. Uh, and part of that culture is the drive to innovate, uh, but to innovate in a manner that serves the province. Mm. Uh, to innovate in what we call uh, the public interest. You know, how can we drive that value uh, that citizens can get? Or how do we improve the land title and service systems end to end, uh, improve transparency, improve efficiency, improve value? Because uh, that, if you think about it, real estate generally, I know it's for me, uh, you know, it's the largest financial decision you make and the largest investment you'll have. Uh, and so, how do we make that uh, become safe, um, accessible? Uh, and as we work with the various stakeholders and the professionals in the systems, whether they're lawyers, notaries, land surveyors, real estate agents, lots and lots of different professionals that participate in uh, the overall system. Um, our goal is always to look at how do we make the entire system uh, more efficient, more effective, uh, more transparent. No, that is wonderful to hear. A um, couple of things I want to do now. Again, let's go. Let's get into our time machine. Go, go back and go forward. <laughs> so, if we were to go back in time, so talking about your career again, again, Al Karim. If we met the young Al Karim today, what what advice would you tell tell him? Uh, you know what I would tell people is uh, be open to change. Uh, and try try um, new things. When an opportunity comes, uh, you know, don't be stuck to, hey, I don't do that. Go ahead and try something out and have that flexibility. You never know, you might enjoy that. And part of where I've gotten to um, has been by being able to um, try different things. 
The other piece is that you must always keep up with your uh, education and learning. And again, now uh, there is so much flexibility. There's so many online tools um, that you can continuously learn and continuously uh, improve your skill sets. Interestingly, uh, as an organization, we have started a journey uh, towards um, Agile. And people reference Agile in terms of software development. But what about Agile learning? responding just in time, small chunks, uh, and keeping up yeah. with the change, because that change continues, and technology uh, and everything else just moves around along at a very fast pace. Yeah, just yesterday, I took a, uh, listened to a 12-minute video on oh, Kubernetes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> just because I was, you know, in my, in my role, I get asked a lot, you know, that as a skill set, as a requirement. So, okay, I better, I better at least get a sense of what the, the concepts are. So, yeah, to your point. And it's just, you know, a quick, you can apply it, and then now you kind of have an idea. Um, so uh, the time machine, now it's going to go forward. <laughs> so if we were to meet again, same time next year, even five years from now, what, what do you think has got you excited? Okay, I, I wish I can get there sooner. Uh, you know, for me, it's all about our people. You know, we have such a great work mm -hmm. environment and a strong team-oriented culture. And we have a team of motivated individuals who want more from a job than just cool technology. They want to make a difference to British Columbia. You know, they want mean, meaningful work uh, in an innovative and supportive environment. And so if I was to look forward, I would be looking to say, how can we support our people more, uh, get, get them engaged and, uh, and support uh, their aspirations and desires to continue to uh, provide better greater services for the people of British Columbia. That is great. And then for our listeners, uh, we can always uh, reference the career job sites. There are many job opportunities or contact myself. Uh, we can talk more about some of the upcoming roles at the uh, Landshore. So, Alcrim, that was very informative. Thank you. Uh, are there any final words you would like to say and share with the audience? Um, what can I say? We have uh, uh, lots of openings on our website. Please go there and apply. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, yes. just, you know, if somebody wants to connect, please reach out to me on LinkedIn. I am open uh, and don't be scared. Great. Yeah, thank you for that. A lot of people do sometimes feel, oh, I, I, don't, I can't reach out to that person. So I'm um, thank you for being open about that outcome. So thank you again for spending time with us. Uh, for you in the audience, if you have any questions, you can follow up with me at Raymond at GoRecruitment.com or call me at 778-869-9268. And I'll be happy to answer your questions or get any, any suggestions for future topics. So Al-Krim, Al thanks again. That was great. Uh, be, be well, be safe. Thanks, and thank uh, Raymond. Bye for now. Bye for now. That was Al-Krim Kara, CEO of LTSA. And you just listened to another episode of Is This Job Right For You? Uh, powered by 